Welcome to the K3M Show, sharing with you marketing and business tips based on decades of practical experience. No fluff or theory. And here's your host, Andy Rao. Hi. Hello, welcome to our latest podcast, the Key 3 Media Show. I keep looking at the camera, but obviously some people will be listening to us on Anchor and Spotify. And, Various other podcasts. And Apple Music or whatever it is. But yep. here to talk about blogging today, so get straight to the point. Our top tips on how to blog for a business. Um, so it's me, Andy, and Kim here. Kim, who is our lead lead copywriter. What would, you, what would your title be? Account executive slash lead copywriter. Yeah. Lead yeah, copywriter. Yeah. Okay, that's that's cool. And Kim's also been uh, assisting me on my on my quest for veganism. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on day three now, which I think is pretty. He's doing is very pretty well. He's doing very well. And I'm getting lo- lots of tips about the milk because I had a cup of coffee yesterday and my organic soy milk. Well, I need a sieve to get all that scum off the top. Yeah, it's a bit sedimentary. Wasn't nice. but, uh, so what was your advice on that? <laughs> um, so oat the... milk or hemp milk. Um, so I try to stay away from dairy, so I know about my alternative milk, so I say oat milk or there hemp milk. There we go. We're going to teach you how to blog and teach you all about <laughs> veganism as well. So um, if you're a good Instagrammer, uh, go and follow the Sculpted Vegan. Kim Constable, really, really good tips there. So it's great. I feel great. Actually, <laughs> He's starving. <laughs> I'm hungry all the time. I'm really miserable. But, but anyway, blogging. Right, right. Why do, you, why do you need to blog? So I've got three, three quick things about why a business might want to consider blogging. More website traffic. Writing a blog, sort of four to 500 words. That's great for SEO because Google loves love fresh that, content. Yeah. They absolutely love that. And it's good to keep Google happy. <laughs> also, a blog is great for positioning you as an expert in your business. So rather than being someone who works in your business or even the business owner, a, a good blog, a well-written blog, the idea behind it is it should share your tips, your advice, all the experience you have and sort of really help position you as being an expert in your field and that's what it's all about. It's got that kind of nice personal collect, like connection as well. So if something happens in the company or someone new starts or someone gets an award, it's nice to kind of keep that update going and you kind of feel like you're involved with things that happen because mm, so, you yeah, helped um our work experience lady didn't you? she wrote yeah. a blog about what it was like a week working she with did, us and it was really good and it's also um it's a hello, good way Izzy. sorry Izzy, if you're listening or watching hello we miss she you she's very good um and it also kind of a blog kind of acts like as a test to see how well someone can write as well so andy always likes to give someone a blog to write to see how well they are at writing and then how we can use that in the future um so yeah all around uh, it's a good way to do you think someone can write? I think it's a skill you learn early on and by a certain age you've got it or you haven't? I think so. I mean, I think some people may have a better flair for it than others, but I think it's a thing that someone can write. You know, structurally-wise, a blog, you need a, you know, a title with a cell middle and an end. I think that can be easily learned, but I think sometimes some people just have a certain flair for it, like other people do science, maths kind of stuff, but yeah. Yeah, people who are naturally good at maths, that's just... That, that's Boggles my mind, some, I'm not good at Something wrong with them, I think. <laughs> no. uh, so, don't worry. Um, yeah, so, good for web traffic, good for positioning, uh, and three, also shareability as well. You write a new blog, if your website's set up correctly, every new blog will give you a new URL, a new web address. Good for Google again, but it's also something you can share on Facebook, on LinkedIn, Twitter, <laughs> wherever you want. So, those are three main reasons why you might want to consider blogging. But uh, I know what we haven't talked about. That's all about my shirt. Oh, 
So everyone's been taking ta- the piss out of me all day. Now, if you're listening on a podcast, obviously, you go, and, go and check out um, on YouTube and have a look at it. But it's a nice Hawaiian shirt. The weather's nice. And people are being it's summery, yeah. quite, quite mean to me sat there in their, in their black Keith I, I like tops. it. I just think it's a bit out there. But that's good, right? I, th- I think yeah. so. I think so. What did Doctor Zeus say? Why, why fit in when you were born to stand out? Definitely. Not me, but sure. The hula girl me, really stands out. It's okay, it's just, isn't it? Hula girl, yeah. She's got a hula girl. So another yeah. good reason to check out our YouTube channel. Check right. out the shirt, yeah. Right, so, so back to the blogging, back to the blogging. Right, top tips we've got. So first thing, start at the beginning, the title. So the title is very important for SEO. So uh, things like how to, think about what people are going to be typing in, searching for. So if you're a, a car mechanic, for example, you might want to write something how to te- check your tyre pressure or something like something that people might be on Google and searching for. So it's always good to think about the title first. I mean, one of the, a uh, bit, bit out there, but like my shirt, but one of the best titles we've ever found was uh, an email blog called uh, I Blame Kevin Costner. And that was the title. And it was all about how the Kevin Costner film, The Field of Dreams, is all about how some people almost apply that rule to their business. They build their business, they launch their business, and they think people will magically come into them and give them their money. So I blame Kevin, Kevin Costner. Almost nothing to do with SEO, but it was an intriguing title that made people think, oh, I wonder what that's about. want to so, read about it. Yeah. So whether it's SEO or being a bit left field, Put a lot, just like an email subject header, you could spend hours writing the best email in the world, but if the subject doesn't entice people to open it, yeah, wasted time, wasted time. What would your tip? So the beginning, the beginning, the first paragraph, very important. And what do you, because you like hooking people in, don't you? Yeah, obviously getting the location, the name of the company in that first paragraph is important for SEO purposes, but... It's also just making it relevant. Hopefully, if you're reading that blog, you're there because you're interested in what is being sold or the company itself. So keep the person interested. If you're going to be waffling on about irrelevant stuff, they're not going to stay and read it. Um, But also just keeping the blog snappy, pithy, massive chunks of text aren't something that a lot of people like to read. If you see a massive essay of a blog you kind of think oh I can't God read and all that so if you split up like Andy said with headers and stuff like that it just makes it more easy to digest for people headers with keywords another yeah. good uh, subheaders with keywords another good Google tool but like Kim says yeah it, break, it breaks everything up and we're uh, big James Patterson fans there's there's well many reasons why he is the world's most successful author but a lot of people think that a part of his success is because he really writes short, snappy sentences, short paragraphs, even short chapters. And especially now with a blog, the chances are most people are going to be reading it on a mobile. And if you think the entire screen and you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, it's all just long words, long sentences. People could switch off. So short sentences. It's, and it's quite Absolutely. hard to do that, isn't it? It's quite it hard is, to do yeah, that. yeah, because you have so much you want to say in one sentence, but you're trying to keep it sounding natural and it is hard it's, it's it's definitely practice and a habit you need to get into to learn to do it short and snappy all the way and like kim's just said about being uh, well i i wrote down colloquial that's really hard colloquial. to say what, what did you say you said something much 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 better oh, i've because you have to i mean you have to write some technical blogs don't you because it's yes. not just writing about sort of nice things like going out and exercise and things like sometimes you have to write very technical pieces but there's no reason at all no matter what industry you're in why you have to be stuffy even if you're you know we've written blogs for big law firms and you think if there was quite a stuffy profession no again no offense to any solicitors listening or watching (laughs) but to keep it to keep it personal a blog is 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 a person writing so to keep it 
familiar, perhaps, yeah, not over familiar, but don't worry about all the stuffiness, all the techno babble, the jargon. You want to keep it like you're almost like you're chatting to your family. Yeah, having or, a conversation. A it's like the natural way of speaking to someone, isn't it? So Having a conversation. There we go. Much better than I could have said. And also, I wrote down here, call to action. So many people miss this. Now, a blog isn't there to sell. Buy my stuff. You know you've got a thing about that. A blog is there to inform. You are sharing your expertise free of charge. There's absolutely no reason why you can't say, if you'd like to know more about car repairs or whatever it might be, if you'd like to know more about it, fill out the inquiry form below or email us on or, God forbid, phone us on 01743 to put some little call to action, say that you know, we are here if you do want to talk about the subject, because all you're doing is asking the question. Yep, you're letting them know where to find you. Would you like fries with that? There we go, the oldest, the oldest <laughs> call to action in the world, but it's not doing any harm. It's certainly not offensive. You're just asking that question. And if one out of 50 people think, oh, actually, I might give this bloke or put the lady a call, then why not? And the last thing I'd written down was a picture. Now we have lots of fun with images, don't oh, we? Oh, we do. Resizing is so much fun. <laughs> Fatara usually ends up getting stuck with that job. <laughs> Resizing images, that's, that's, that's very worthy stuff. That's, that's, that's a, a good day's work, I think. But we, we always like using images. We're always, we've got obviously Tara taking all the photographs for us because an on-site genuine photograph of you and your team, your office, whatever it might be, is going to beat a stock photo. And I don't know about you, but... I see so many businesses now pretty much using the same photos. Yeah, you just see it. There's one, a business one that's circulated a lot and you think, oh, I know that picture. Yeah, just a group of but, suits yeah. in a meeting. It's like, I've seen that on how many websites now? Oh, I know. So you might not have a professional photographer on your team, but if, you, you know, if you've got someone with a, with a, a smartphone, and what's Tara's top tip? Stand the light behind you, point and click. There we go. Here's your Not blurry. Here's yeah. your degree in photography. <laughs> uh, no, to, to get a, a decent enough quality photograph doesn't have to be sort of professional level. No, and it's just that but, personal effect, isn't it? Like people want to see the, you know, the face behind the, behind the team. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Usually if we're asked to audit a website, one of the things we'll tend to, to, to pick out first is, is the use of stock photography. And maybe it's because the, there's people in the team that don't want to be photographed, and obviously that's going to be an issue. But again, generally speaking, you're going to engage with your reader a lot more if it's an actual, real on-site picture. And plus, because if you're going to share that blog, say, on Facebook, Facebook will automatically pull through the image on that page. And ideally, again, that should be a genuine one. Yep. Anything else to add? How, how, we, do, how we do for time at the moment? I can't... Uh, no, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. So we thought just share a how-to one. Um, we've got more blogs and more podcasts coming about LinkedIn. Back to Facebook as well. I know Jen's gonna Jen's gonna be leading a blog. Is that right? I hear. I think so. I think yeah. She, yeah. I don't know what yeah, she's gonna I be talking so. about. It could be more Facebook top tips. We will find out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> social media changing, online marketing changing so quickly. We're podcasting about twice a week now. Hopefully, sharing some top tips for you. Um, we'll see you. See you next time. <laughs>